Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Ann Ardeen Teresa Tobin. <laughs> I'm here tonight with my co-ghost, <laughs> Jessica Ann Alicia <laughs> Teresa Tobin <laughs> Delisle. That's incorrect, but hello. <laughs> Welcome. Hi. Hi. Hey. Uh, it is just past 8 p.m. on a Wednesday evening in <laughs> Blustery, Vancouver. We're here with our very good friend, extremely talented illustrated. <laughs> what? Extremely talented illustrator. Um, painted lady. What? <laughs> She's not painted. Um, super nice person. Does volunteer stuff. Has great hair. Aaron Gibbs. Hello, <laughs> Aaron. Hi, Welcome. hi, Alicia. Hi, Jessica. Hey, hey, So you've been to this house before? I've been in this house once. Yeah, there yeah. was a good dog here that time. There was a nice doggo. Who which was the I dog? Think it was like Brindley and friendly. The yep. Milu? Nope, the other one. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Ramon. Ramon. Yeah. yeah. Ramon. 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 He's really nice. He had a He's real eraser best. nose. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. touched it. Former guest, Fiona Hernandez's dog. Very good dog. Very yeah. good dog. I was surprised. I don't know why, but and this has happened with uh, past guest, Chris Benson, your husband. Uh, it's almost like your life started when I met you. <laughs> I don't <laughs> ask enough questions. It did actually start <laughs> when I first met you. I didn't know how many retail jobs you had. I know. We just discovered this recently. Yeah. Well, you knew it the whole time. Yeah. But, you know, I don't want to push you don't speak in less spoken to that's right yeah <laughs> everyone puts Aaron in the corner <laughs> i'm a little get Aaron out of the child. corner that's the saying but that's where all my crystals are yeah that's why she's over there i've got a lot of crystals i was actually thinking i should dust my crystals before you came over because you've Aww. uh like manhandled them I've lent yeah. Aaron my crystals before. Yeah, yeah because crystal went, crystals went on a field trip. Really? Where'd they go? Well, just to my work. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what? You took them somewhere? No, I would never. Did you take them to India? No. Tell I me did the not. truth. <laughs> did you take them to have a spiritual journey? <laughs> did you take my crystals to eat pray love? I should have. Tell me the truth. But honestly, did you they tie just a string in- around one of them and then try to flush it down the toilet? <laughs> These are all great ideas. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> But it survived. I was Whoa. just telling a string around a thing story today. Why did you tie a string co- around? <laughs> my ding dong. A bunch of my coworkers have heard this story so many times, but I had to tell this new person that's helping us at work today about how um, my mom is a very good cook, but sometimes, you know, you got to have pre prep things in the kid's lunchbox. And <laughs> I think you've heard this story I before, love this too. Story. <laughs> so growing up, my sister and I had the plastic lunch boxes that open and it's like two halves and one side has a thermos and the other side has space for your sandwich. And so normally we just have a sandwich and like two pieces of fruit and like a cookie or something. But like maybe once a month we would have some fruit and a granola bar. And then on the other side in the thermos, there'd be hot water and there'd be a hot dog in hot water. And then along with the cookie, there'd be a hot dog bun like in a Ziploc bag with ketchup what? on it. So then you fish the hot, hot dog. <laughs> like a wet hot dog. Did she, wet hot did she tie a string to it? No. So I was recounting this 
at some sort of family gathering. And then my aunt who grew up with my mom was like, Oh, you thought that was embarrassing when we were growing up. Our mom sent us to school with that, but the, there was a string tied around the hot dog <laughs> so that I could fish it out at school, like in the fifties. Well, my mom that sent me to school, fancy. you know, that mitten string that goes through yeah, your sleeves that string. with just hot dogs dangling. <laughs> out of both sleeves <laughs> mom you don't get it dogs chased me all the way that i that story i was like what is gonna happen i was on the edge of my seat i was like where's the string i was like there's just a little string doll instead of food there's a chicken wing with a string on it and it led to a mystery i don't know that's amazing though hot yeah. dog Hot dog in a wet thermos. In a wet thermos. <laughs> Definitely won't get you made fun of at all. <laughs> I love it. I, ne- I would never. And it's the hot dog sisters. <laughs> Gross. Well, you, you turned out great. Yeah, Thanks. that's true. She did all right. Yeah. Yeah. Like a hot dog in a wet thermos. Why do I keep saying wet thermos? Just like a wet l- thermos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. wet. <laughs> Why buy a wet thermos anywhere else? Sleep. Okay. Sleep country. <laughs> I made a joke about sleep country today. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. It's been a great day then. <laughs> yeah. You, you fit in a sleep country reference? Yeah. Any day. Yeah. It's great. I, You know, I was thinking about that and how weird it is to just have like a showroom full of beds. How come? Because it's just like, come pretend you're sleeping. It would be you, great so like, weird. to have someone from sleep country come on. Christy McGee? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I bet there's been so many gross things that happen there. Yeah. Well, the sleep country that I was making a joke about, there's a sex shop like right next door (laughs) and a vape shop in between. Whoa. And we were joking. I was with my boss who is lovely and we make gross jokes to each other. He's not like a gross sexual harasser, but we were joking. He was like, oh, I got to go to the sex shop. They're having a sale. (laughs) And then I was like, what do you think's on sale? uh, Well, they had the rubber fists right in the window. (laughs) No I, kidding. Everyone's like, no thanks. Yeah. They're like, please. <laughs> and then one person's like, yes, please. Uh, how many do you have? I mean, all of them. Um, anyway, I was telling that story to Jay earlier tonight and he was like, any other person who would overhear you would think that was a gross situation. But I was like, no, I won the boss lottery uh, after suffering through a terrible boss for many years. And my boss is equally as gross as I am. And it's not in a creepy way. Wonderful friendship. It's just all larfs. Yeah, and wine. It's great. So, Aaron, mm-hmm. I know you've prepped some notes over there. Yeah. Do you want to get into them? Yeah. Should like should I tell you the general idea, and you can choose one? No, no you just, just do whatever you want. Just with your best okay, shot. So I'll start. Maybe like we sold the rights to this podcast on the last episode. Yeah. So it's whatever you want to do. Okay. It belongs so, to the mother of dragons. Yeah. The brother of dragons. The uncle. <laughs> the second cousin. But yeah. So maybe I'll start with like my earliest job. That's great. Yeah. So maybe I'll preface this by saying I basically refused to get a job in high school. My mom was kind of pushing me to get a job. And I was like, hey, mom, I'm 14. (laughs) I got my hot dog in a thermos. (laughs) I'm going to have to work my whole life. And right now, like, I'm a 14 year old and I should just be living my life. Wow. What a brilliant poet you were as a child well i just didn't want to work no, but that's like you're really smart i wish i would have said that yeah i was like okay no i yeah. refused so i finally had to get my first job after grade 12 so it was between grade 12 and like my first year of art Whoa. school 
And um, somehow I got lined up working at this fruit stand. So <laughs> yeah, so I grew up in Okanagan and down at the bottom of the hill, there was this fruit stand. And I guess, I think maybe my dad knew the owners and they needed someone. They wanted someone that was a bit more mature. So they wanted someone in grade 12. You wouldn't be squeezing <laughs> the melons all the time. Honk. 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 Boops. 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 So the first thing is we had a uniform we had to wear. What? Oh. At a fruit stand? At a fruit stand. Which is basically like a concrete slab with a corrugated metal roof on top. Yeah. With garage doors that pull down at the end of the night. But hmm. it's basically just open. So the open concept, very open. It's very modern. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the, the uniform was like the fruit stand is called the Blossom. banana hammock. Yes. Oh. And the uniform was a banana hammock. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. I'm sorry. Blossom fruit stand. Okay. And of course in the Okanagan, the thing is peaches. And so we had like peach colored golf shirts Whoa. with Blossom fruit stand words embroidered and like a variety, like a fruit of the loom mm. type situation mm. happening. So Classy. peach golf shirt and then I think whatever pants we wanted to wear. Culottes, I'm guessing. Yeah, <laughs> some culottes, some short shorts. <laughs> um, and for whatever reason, I realized when I was making my notes today, like I think I have a problem with authority. What? Because all these, none of my stories are about um, customers. So it's about <laughs> a boss. You're a punk. It's true. So I had it in my head that the, there was an older couple who owned it. And I had it in my head that the lady was like such a mean, basically I called her dragon lady, which looking back, I was like, oh, she's like a badass, like lady boss. Okay. Running yeah. Running the show looking back now. Yeah. So I feel kind of bad about that. But I remember, um, it's the summertime and I was like 17 years old. My shift was 12 to eight. Whoa. I went out the night before. I had too much to drink. Peach schnapps. Cream soda and vodka. Oh. Ew. Disgusting. <laughs> and I was so hungover. And I was like, okay, I can do it. Like, you know, you wake up early and you're like, I don't feel so good. It's okay. I'll sleep it off. You keep waking up throughout the morning. And I dragged my ass into work and I was like, oh man, I'm not good. I'm not good. And luckily I had an overlap with this wonderful older lady. Again, older. I'm saying all the older ladies, they were probably like 40. <laughs> At the 30, time. 32. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she was basically like the woman from Orange is the New Black, who's like the one who never talks. Okay. And it's just like, she just smiles and she's just like, mm-hmm, nods her head. She's so sweet. And I was like, I'm just going to sort blueberries in the back. And she's like, mm. <laughs> so she, she was so sweet. And then I spent the rest of my shift in the fridge, so cold. I had an insulated Mac jacket on and I was just like in the fridge trying not to barf. Trying to just cool down that barf. Yeah. That's all you want. (laughs) That's all you want when you're going to barf is to be cool. Yeah. You know, you don't want to be too clammy. It's so true. It was rough. And then my retail dream from there is this family of four and they would come to town for like two weeks every summer. I worked there for two summers and they were really cute. And they were there for two weeks and they'd come in every afternoon after being at the beach. We we were located near the beach and they'd be wearing like their beachy (laughs) cover-ups. It's like mom and dad and two daughters. And then they would each get a double ice cream cone (gasps) every day. Fuck yeah. It was the best. 
I thought you were just going to say they got so much fruit and then they were like, we love having diarrhea. (laughs) That's why they were wearing sarongs in my (laughs) mind. You don't think they're getting diarrhea from two scoops of ice cream every day? I wouldn't. Me, if they're lactose intolerant. Yeah, that would not affect me at all. I didn't even. So many runny butts. Imagine. (laughs) It's like soft serve. Uh, It's like a twist. It's a twist. Yeah. (laughs) The two color. Half chocolate. Yeah. I didn't even imagine that there would be ice cream at the fruit stand. Though. My right arm was giant. I really? <laughs> yeah, you know it. <laughs> from diarrhea? Yeah, from wiping. From wiping. Yeah. <laughs> and flushing. <laughs> imagine imagine uh, if you went to the bathroom yeah. so much that you got buffed from flushing the toilet. <laughs> Maybe if it was like a chain pull. And like your quads would like be in like flash huge. Dash? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then a bucket of diarrhea falls on your head. Ew. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Uh, I've taken your beautiful story and turned it into a disgusting nightmare. No, um, that's good. Well, you're welcome then. Yeah. Did you, you. Um, eat a lot of ice cream while you worked there? Okay. So <laughs> Dragon Lady would leave at like 530 to go right. make dinner and she wouldn't come back until closing. And so she would leave and then I'd be on my own, which is crazy. Like they left a 17 year old on her own from seven to eight. Just by the (laughs) side of the road. Just by the side of Highway 97 in an open shack (laughs) (laughs) with like probably thousands of dollars in the tills. And all those blueberries. So many blueberries, so many peaches. There's no bears in the Okanagan though, is there? Yes. Uh oh. (laughs) Bears, cougars. Big O (laughs) nose. And there's also, we sold honey, so it was like, oh, Oh, shooters. That's a really dangerous, I wasn't worried about strangers, I was like, animals. (laughs) Yeah, that's a fucking, all their food you got in there. there. And we had like, really nice dairy as well. Oh, nice. Um, but she would, yeah, she would leave. And I had like this, like, this is how bad I thought it was. I'm going to fuck them over. I'm going to eat a scoop of ice cream while they're gone. Yeah. So I would like That's go. That's so sweet. <laughs> no, it's like I wasn't stealing money from the till. Yeah. Like, Just a scoop. Too. A scoop. <laughs> and then I'd go sit in the back office and there was like a security window so I could still see out to yeah. make sure that shit wasn't going down. And then I would sit up on a, they had like a high chair in the back. And then I put my feet up on like the wall. Whoa. Yeah. Eat my ice cream. Rebel. Yeah, I'm sticking it to <laughs> What ice cream? Uh, probably a maple walnut. Yeah. yeah. Or cookies and cream. Mm, yeah. Good choices. Yeah. I had a retail nightmare flashback when you were talking about being a kid and lunch. I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the podcast, but there's a book of short stories uh, by my friend Mark Patterson, and it's called Other People's Showers, and it's very good. Um, I grew up down the street from him. I know his brother Mike quite a bit better, but Mark's a great writer. And he talks and he writes in his book about Bravo Alex, which was the only Italian pizzeria place in our small town. And it's called Bravo Alex, not Alex Bravo. I don't know why. It was run by a Greek family in, um, it was an Italian restaurant run by a Greek family, which was very common in the suburbs of Montreal. And they had really good pizza, like the kind of pizza that I wish I could eat. It's like greasy, thin, but like really fat crust around the top. Mm -hmm. And then to keep the pizza from sticking to the top of the box, there's always this big puck of dough. The dough ball. The dough ball. And uh, it was only maybe once out of every 20 pizzas would it not be rock solid. Mm. 
And it's the only place in town to order food like that. And it was a huge treat on a Friday night to get pizza or lasagna or a combination of like fries. They do great, really good club sandwiches, which is something that is not that common out here. But it's a pizza restaurant, especially. Yeah. But like, yeah. And like you get like an Italian poutine, which is just poutine with meat sauce on it and cheese. It's so good. Everyone in Rosemary ordered from Bravo Alex. And when my family moved there when I was nine, one of the children, Demos, went to our elementary school and he was a bully. And it was in part because at the time in his life, he was considered quite overweight for his age. And it was also a time where that would have been less common culturally um, and even less accepted in many ways. Like adults would openly (laughs) mock this poor child. But we were so fucking jealous of this kid at the same time, too, because his mom or dad would drop off a pizza for him at lunch. Whoa. <laughs> a whole pizza? Yeah. Not like a large pizza, like a small personal, pizza. Personal, personal pizza. Personal or a spaghetti pizza. or any other delicious thing that was Amazing. such a huge treat. Amazing. And he also had like a scooter um, before you needed a license to have a scooter. <laughs> at how old? I was just imagining a rascal scooter. <laughs> I was like... This child is obese. No, like a uh, like a moped. That's like, cool. How old was he? Younger than fourteen. Whoa, whoa. Um, but sometimes his parents would also drop off McDonald's. <laughs> oh my god! Whoa. So it's just like I wanted to be his friend because he was like he had all the good snacks, but he was so mean. And my best friend Sherry Frederick and I got into a fight, like a physical fight, with him one day <laughs> at the Depener. And then that very next night, like he delivered a pizza to my house and I had to like stand behind my dad pretending I hadn't just gotten into a fight with him. <laughs> he still delivered the pizza, but he like gave me a look. I was like, what? May I ask what the fight in the Depaner was about? <laughs> it's not, it doesn't look good. <laughs> so my friend Sherry and I, <laughs> Sherry definitely was, I wonder if she listens to the podcast, but she is like a real like brassy lady at nine or 10 yeah. and it hasn't stopped. Like she's in her forties now, very outspoken. And she's my first friend that was like that. Uh, and I really looked up to her uh, and she's a great person. But if anything, like anyone pushed us, we would just start a scrap with them. Whoa. And we didn't have any muscle either. It's <laughs> just like all gummy bracelets and plastic shoes and yeah, well, they don't lazy left eye and coming. mushroom haircut. Yeah. Incognito. Got yeah, that so element I can't of remember surprise. what happened. I think some mean words were exchanged. Oh, like he uh, started out? I wouldn't bet on no? it. Okay. <laughs> I mm. wouldn't bet on it. There's a chance that he said something and then something else was said and then he chased us with his moped. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. We were a bit older by then. We must have been 12 probably. That's like we a, hadn't finished school, like elementary school yet, but it's like a movie moment. Totally. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, like that family, I believe that the deli's still open and they fed, you know, thousands and thousands of rosemaryites or rosemarians, whatever they're called. There's something about that lasagna that comes in that like <sighs> that aluminum. Yeah. The aluminum yeah. rectangle. Yeah. And then all the cheese gets stuck to the top. So good. When we were on tour, uh, our drummer at the time and former guest, Adam Fink, his mom made us two lasagnas in those oh those big uh, aluminum to-go things. And she just gave us some like plastic forks and was like, have at it. And it, it lasted us for a few days and we would just pass the lasagna around the van. And it was <laughs> the most amazing food we've ever had on tour. Cool lasagna is the best. It is. Yeah. She made one that was vegetarian and then one that wasn't. But she kept being like, oh, it's it's only made with the bones. And we were just like, that's <laughs> not vegetarian. The bones? 
Yeah. She and she kept being like, just have a meatball, and we're like, this, this has the word meat in it. Like, it's not vegetarian. Have a ball. Have just have have a ball. It's just a ball. Um, Don't ask what's in it. <laughs> oh, I really miss that restaurant. There's got to be something here. Demos. There is for sure places like that in every town. So, like they did souvlaki and pigs, uh, hot submarine sandwiches, which is something mm. that's also so good. With so like bread. a 14 page menu. Of course. Yeah. yeah. And there's always like a picture of a roast chicken in it and like a drawn spaghetti. Have you seen the new Amy Sedaris show? No, not <laughs> they yet. They just had an episode about this, about a Greek guy who owns a diner. And he's like, you got to cover all your bases. <laughs> like, <laughs> Make all the things. It's it's a yeah. That show is amazing. I love it. I can't wait to see it. How do I see it? I don't know. Steal it from the internet. That's what I do. I just have been like getting by on Instagram clips. Yeah, that's (laughs) what I... I've been doing that too. And then Jay uh, downloaded a bunch. And so we've watched uh, three episodes of it. It's so amazing. She's... I think like if there is a God, it's her. Definitely. Probably. Agreed. She's probably a genius. Yeah. Also, I want whatever face cream. Yeah, she looks... She's... And she's amazing legs. I know that's a creepy thing to say. She swore off men. Yeah, that's why she just like and there's a whole episode about that. It's that episode where she's like, I'm happily alone. And it's all about cooking for one. And then she falls in love with uh, Panos. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, it's anyway, spoiler alert. It's great. But she's got all these signs up in her apartment. That's like happily alone. Thanks. Like, <laughs> in case a yeah. man happens. To yeah. And to she just apartment. keeps pointing at the signs and she just like got so many and they all have like a little raccoon or a snail on them. There's <laughs> sounds great. She's amazing. Do you have a retail something? I have got a retail like what's better than a dream like a dream come true retail sure. dream to come true yeah. um okay so you know how i've been hoarding my shoppers optimum points <laughs> yes and i've been trying to hint that you should give them to me since they sold to that place you didn't want to shop from well they're now combining their optimum points and the pc points <gasps> whoa so and now like i think i have 400 and uh 30 dollars worth of points or something like that and so you can calculate now how much they're going to be worth for these other points. And it's now worth like $460. Wow. And you can now redeem up to, this just sounds like a commercial. <laughs> you can now redeem up to $500 at a time. Whereas before you could only do $195 <gasps> at a time. But you can spend it on groceries. So I don't have to do some uh, frivolous purchase. I can actually just buy $500 worth of groceries, which is all I ever want money for whenever like christmas or my birthday and my mom's like what do you want i'm always like money for food so i can live it's <laughs> vancouver and she's like no i'll get you a picnic basket and i'm like what <sighs> i have no food to put in it <laughs> anyway mom. donate to her patreon yes please uh so i'm very excited this is happening uh january 31st so i have to wait so until february wait. you can get up to 500 dollars pretty, pretty quick i yeah but wait, you, you buy, buy all your all ones no 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 you can just use as much <sighs> of it as you want up to a hundred five hundred dollars amazing i'm so excited i'm gonna get like wheels and wheels of cheese yeah no you should save your your budget for costco cheese that's true actually because there's just no way around it yeah i won't buy cheese anywhere else actually okay well that's true i'm low on cheese actually we should oh yeah we can go this weekend (laughs) but what's like your best bang for your buck if you're if if you're not buying cheese well fresh produce probably produce yeah they I mean, this store in particular has really good prices on tofu, tofurkey. They have all the President's Choice stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Snacks. And the like the black label of President's Choice, What's which that? is like the fancy shit that comes Whoa. in a black box. 
it's like weird weird stuff that you buy once and you're like why am i doing this they've got like squid ink pasta and stuff where you're like I guess, why did they do that to the squid yeah i mean it just farts it out it, i don't think it needs it i don't, I don't know. think I don't that they get it to toot it out <laughs> yeah, they, but don't they nice. freeze them anyway so maybe they squish them first mm. squeeze it first and then freeze i don't want to think about like it too much fish should be off limits yeah i don't eat uh, squid, so it's weird that I had squid ink pasta now that I think but about it. But it's really tasty. I don't eat also, any of those animals anymore, but this is yeah. really good. It's just really salty. I think that yeah. having an experience and not being, like having a, an experience. <laughs> like a sexual mm, yeah. squid time? Uh-oh. I've got my rubber fist, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. I use squid ink on sale. So. <laughs> they have points there too. Um, <laughs> or are they combining with a vape shop? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, you can now use your fist points at uh, Vape Bros. I don't know. I think if you're vape having like bros. a beautiful moment in life and you try a food you wouldn't normally eat, like, that's probably more than fine. Yeah. It's really tough like to stick to like whenever there's just a gluten-free thing at any place, it's always something with pork in it. Yeah, that's true. always. It's just always like there's that's a gross. There's some ham for you, Alicia. <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> thanks for the ham. That's what it was like when we were in Japan because all the pastries that we wanted to try would have bacon or ham mm. like woven into them. So we'd be trying to pick them out and feeding them to Tom, being like, "Here, Tom, here's a scrap of ham." Like you're on you're a paleo diet, a now. dog. <laughs> and yeah, ramen you can't get. No. Yeah, you were there too, pretty I'm recently. Say, yeah. We found one vegan halal ramen restaurant. Our oh, first night. halal! Yeah, <laughs> that's how we felt. We were so excited. I guess it was over. <laughs> and it was delicious. And everyone who was in there was just like so happy that they were there. It was probably one of the best meals I've ever had. I need to know where it is. <laughs> In Tokyo. <laughs> Tell me what I'll, it is. I'll, I'll, send you the deta- I'll send you the details later. <laughs> we found a couple of vegan restaurants while we were there. And it was mm-hmm. like each time it happened, our Japanese friends there would be like, what is happening right now? How did you <laughs> will this into existence? And we we're just like, they exist. You just have to look for them. Yeah, you got to support that shit. Yeah. Mm. There's that website. I think it's called Happy Cow. Have you guys found yourself on that? No. It's not, it, hasn't been, it doesn't look like they've really updated the platform in a while, but it tells you like it's sort Geo of world, world, worldwide. <laughs> worldwide. <laughs> well, the vegetarian West wants on. Oh. It's nice. That sounds good. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I have a sticker of that website. They have Maybe. them at Boon Burger. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. This has been vegetarian moment. <laughs> I'm coughing at this do, microphone. Do, 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 do you need anything? Do you need some water? Uh, no, I'm good. Okay, Aaron, do you have another story? I have another story. Please One t- moment. Please tell. Boosh, boosh break. At least boosh you need some break. Boosh break. It's not fizzy enough for boosh a burp. break. Boosh break. I'm sorry. I'm trying to work on the fermentation. I have the same bits. problem. They say you're supposed to bottle it and have it in the the sort of sealed bottles yeah like a screw tap to make make more bubbles yeah it's the same with kefir it's Uh, tough to get bubbles yeah guys for the listener (laughs) i'm on my third batch of homemade kombucha congratulations so i've basically ascended to goddess status (laughs) yeah i noticed um thank you to my friend michelle who owns the cat cafe for the scoby there's a cat there that's been not been adopted yet, and I, I really think you guys should adopt it and sneak it in. I can have it. For how long? No. Every every week, I want Chris and Aaron to adopt another cat, and every week, Aaron says, okay, and Chris says, no. <laughs> well, just, but they have a cat, yeah, and he would love another cat. 
I don't think he would, but I like to think that he would. I think he would. What's no. he going to do if he just comes home one day and there's another he's, cat he's there? super pissed. I bet if it was a kitten, he would be okay. I don't know. I think he might be violent. No, it's, <laughs> it's Kaz. He might be violent. He's so gentle. It's a kitten. You can't. This I We're talking know. about the man who was on the podcast who we can edit this out if we want, but like had to pee and didn't want to stop the podcast. So he No, just, this is his cat we're talking about. No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I thought you Chris might be violent. No, Chris would never be violent. But that's true. Like, Chris wouldn't pee during the podcast because he was afraid that we can... It was that. just like going he was straight just doing to... doing this thing with his feet under the table for like 20 minutes and then he was like, I'm sorry, I'm gonna pee. Like, I need to... And we're like, oh, we could have stopped at any time. It's like an unhealthy thing in the morning where like sometimes I try to wait him out. Oh, to really? See. You have two bathrooms. We have two bathrooms. And it's like, I'll get a litter box. I have three bathrooms. <laughs> three bathrooms. Yeah. yeah. That counts. It's a box. <laughs> what? It's got privacy. Yeah, it's absorbent. <laughs> it's fine. It's like the new style. It's way, way more eco-friendly. Yeah. It doesn't use as much water. Exactly. Water-free. Um, Jay's the same way. Because I get up first in the morning and I have usually like an hour-long bath because I'm like Aww. a giant sloth. But... And then I'll get up and start making breakfast and do stuff. And then I'm waiting and waiting. I'm like, he still hasn't peed. Yeah. Like he just. It's crazy. He uses everything that goes into his body. He doesn't. Oh. No, but then Chris will get up and then it'll be like the craziest pee. I'll be like, <laughs> how did you not like whiz everywhere in bed? <laughs> That's probably pretty healthy. I just found out you're not supposed to get it? up seven times in the middle of the night to pee. Oh, no. I don't pee in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah. I do. Like I, I just get up, wake like, up in all the, the time. And I'm like. Pee time. I just have pee dreams. Time. <laughs> pee it out. Pee. Pee time. Yeah. <laughs> well, this has been toilet talk. Yeah. Uh, I just have dreams where I need to find a bathroom for Aww. like the last two hours of every night of my life. <laughs> you need a bedpan. <laughs> There's no room. It's what I've been telling Jay. Yeah. Or she wee or whatever. A she pee? She wee? Uh, there's a bunch of different yeah. ones. You could just whiz it right out of the yeah, just right onto <laughs> right the, the carpet. <laughs> Aaron, the tell us your next play. story. <laughs> um, maybe I'll tell you one that's like more. Tell us the barf story. We've already talked. Oh, that's about... my dream, though. Okay, sorry. We've already ta- talked about <laughs> piss and diarrhea, and now Can we're we talk gonna... about piss. <laughs> sure, please. So, back in the early two thousands, <laughs> I worked. At a host- traveler's hostel oh. in downtown Vancouver, British Columbia. Oh, no. It was actually a really great job. My manager and assistant manager were awesome. My coworkers were awesome. We had a log book, which I think is probably similar. I feel like you've talked about like a... Like where you record every turd you made? <laughs> yeah, captain's log. <laughs> Personal log. Star date poop time. <laughs> no, I know what you're talking about, though. So it's yeah. like during your shift, you write down if there's like some guest being weird or Mm -hmm. if there's like special attention that need to be paid to somebody in whatever room watch Um, these guys they're probably really cool when they bone (laughs) (laughs) look through the people look at their their private room (laughs) check out their personal logs (laughs) so we had a lot of uh like four bed dorm rooms and as is the case in vancouver we had a lot of australian travelers Mm -hmm. generally (laughs) dudes Generally snowboardy guys. Ahoy, so. snowboard! <laughs> Woo! Um, so, so good. Such and good I, accents. 
And I never really thought about until this incident happened. I never really thought about what a hard job the cleaning staff had. Oh, geez. Yeah. And like they were the nicest people. And the head of cleaning was this wonderful older French man with a mustache named Marcel. And he was just like the sweetest guy. And then like all, all the cleaning staff was kind of older. There's this woman named Ingrid and she was super nice. And her husband was the maintenance guy. It was just like a lovely family of people. And one day, and I worked the 7.30 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. shift. And that morning I came in and the night shift, I would overlap with the night shift guy, Mike, and who was just like the weirdest, most delightful guy. And he was like, we had a situation last night. I'm I know. Like, what happened? He's like, well, I documented it in the log book. <laughs> <laughs> but we had a bunch of, like, there's a group of four Australian guys. And they were, they had a four bed, like, two sets of bunk bedroom and they were super drunk and they came back and went to bed and that was fine. Sorry. There were three Australians and one other person. So this poor person was stuck in this room with these Uh three guys. And that person woke up in the middle of the night and the Australians had gotten up, get ready for it. Piss talk. They were so drunk. They thought that their lockers in the room were urinals and they were pissing onto their lockers. Oh, I hate this. Oh, my God. Crazy. I wrote I, town. I know. Town. I've heard Population so many three. stories like this where people were like, I was so drunk that I thought X was a toilet. And it's like, I've never how? been that drunk. Even when I've had alcohol poisoning, <laughs> I still know when <laughs> and what is a toilet. And also at that point, if you're that drunk, wouldn't you just piss yourself? Yeah. Like you're getting up and you're like peeing. More than lockers. one of them was getting up and peeing on the yeah. locker. Yeah. All three Apparently. of them. I almost can't believe that they didn't know about it. This is crazy. Except and for they're peeing guy. on their own stuff, <laughs> which is funny. <laughs> Toilets are very wonderful. different down under. Yeah. They are. They are. Well, they go backwards, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like not a, it's not like a hole. They're it's like, just like a bulgy surface. Yeah. It's like a onto. rectangular. It's like a locker. Cube. Yeah. It's a locker yeah. shape mounted on the wall. And then sidebar, there was some bed bug talk last uh, week oh so this is industry like Intel. bbs mm, teddy bears teddy bears <laughs> yeah that's what it's called yeah teddy oh. bears. okay teddy bears room 314 i'm going yeah. to l- listen for that forever <laughs> yeah our code name for it was babies i Little think babies. i think we have babies <laughs> so many i've them. never had babies but you know when you're on tour sometimes sometimes, sometimes you're like could this be a baby bite I when when I was living in the West End, I was getting my hair done, and then a woman beside me mistakenly told me that my building had bed bugs. And I checked the bed bug registry. No, but it's still, <laughs> I like tossed our apartment. And, yeah. yeah, and if yeah. someone even says bed bugs, I just start thinking I'm itchy everywhere. Yeah, yes. and then you're looking for it. Yeah, I've been there. One of We've our neighbors thought it. that she might have them and it turned out she didn't at all. But like the process of like just waiting to get the test back and yeah. it was something very innocuous. But Hank just had fleas and getting rid of fleas, I would imagine, is very similar to getting rid of pet bugs. Worst. But do you have to put everything in the dryer? If you do want to do it properly, uh, I'd say I did probably 45 hours of cleaning that what? week. I spent 20 hours. Uh, I took a day off and like I cleaned for 20 hours. That's really bad <laughs> it's been a bad a time lot. yeah but you know what it paid off because he hasn't had any problems but he had like fleas really and now badly you have fleas and he doesn't but luckily no like 
I haven't had any. I had two bites the first day when, you're after his cleaning. Very clean, though. You're a very clean and tidy lady. I'm pretty tidy, but it's not clean enough. I've seen your armpits. <laughs> I did show Jessica <laughs> and Aaron my armpits before the podcast. <laughs> I Something I have mine. also done for a lover before. It's like that time of year where I'm like, is it allergies? Or it's everything. Yeah. I live in a really old house. There's like the baseboards are not even as Jay's <laughs> poor Jay's like, what's happening in here? Um, you can't help there's a lot of places it. where little guys could hide. Yeah. And then because it's really small, you have to make sure you don't poison your dog with all of the <laughs> stuff you have to use. Yeah. And it's not cold enough here to kill anything. So I think that was one of the problems. And also poodles, uh, their coats are different. There's lots of places. Hair. so i recently went on an amazing work trip to india i'm so lucky to work at a job that's incredible and i get such opportunities and um there's a lot of lead up to the trip a lot of health talk and preparation and of course everyone was concerned about getting stomach bugs while in india however three hours into the 14 hour direct flight i found myself with cold sweats and feeling overheated yeah, and belly rumbles. And I was on a window seat, which is obviously the best seat when you're at optimal health, but not when you need <laughs> no. to get to the bathroom. And so my coworker was in the aisle seat. And then in the middle was sort of an older um, <laughs> South Asian lady who was heading back to go see family who was just taking full advantage of the 14 hours and just like, crashed out like Lovely. super friendly super nice and then like at the beginning of the flight and then she's like this is it i'm getting my rest the last thing she said before she went to bed was i'm allergic to diarrhea so <laughs> just make sure no diarrhea no gets on me no, while i'm asleep barf oh sorry right barf this barf. is her dream jessica <laughs> sorry one of them is her fetish the other one she's definitely allergic to you can't mix up the two <laughs> so for a while i was like i'm fine i'm just like having some flight anxiety, whatever, turn the fan on, have some water. And then I was like, cool it down. Cool it down. (laughs) Then I was like, for sure, I'm going to barf. Like I need to get out. And so like I jostled past this poor woman. I felt so bad. I was just like, I need out. Like assuming that she would be alert and awake and understanding, Mm -hmm. not because of English versus other languages, just like awake from sleep. Mm -hmm. And then my poor coworker was like, had had, a couple bottles of wine. Oh no! Like airplane bottles, mini bottles. <laughs> that's my hero. <laughs> yeah, and like maybe a gravel. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, my trick. Like, as I make it to the aisle, and the bathroom's like I don't know, like seven rows behind me. And as I'm going down the aisle, I'm like, oh, I see how this is going to be. And I'm a bit of a fainter. Like we have some Uh-oh. low blood pressure in my family, and I, <laughs> I tend to get like a bit woozy. And I'm like, oh, like I'm walking down this aisle, and I'm like going on a diagonal Uh (laughs) and the flight so this flight is a direct flight to india which is rare and they only run it from october to the spring because i guess it's like prime time to travel to india and so there's a lot of older south asian people traveling home and like like literally 90 percent of the flight was like elderly people Mm -hmm. so the bathroom was like there was always a lineup for the bathroom. <laughs> it was just this constant hubbub of, and then like flight attendants helping elderly people to go to the bat. Like it was crazy. <laughs> Sounds so cute. So it was there. It was very cute. And the flight attendants were amazing. So I make it back to like the alcove near the bathroom. 
and I'm tipping sideways. And so I just kind of like lean on like the fold down seat. I think that the flight that's there in case mm-hmm. of emergency or whatever. <laughs> and I just like gently slide down the corner of the wall, like Whoa. onto the floor. And I'm like, I just need to be low. Like <laughs> I'm going to faint. I just need to be low. And, and there's people sitting in these like bulkhead seats who have all this leg room and they're like right <laughs> and all of them are ignoring me. There's just three people that are just like Classic. headphones on, eye mask, like whatever they're doing their own thing, which mm-hmm. I get. And then in the middle section, there's this family. They're so lovely. So there's the guy on the outside and the woman and the woman's holding her little baby and the guy makes eye contact and he's like, are you okay? He kind of mouths it. And I'm like, no, like shaking my head. And like my eyes are rolling. <laughs> and then the wife sees this and she passes the baby to the husband and then she gets up and like runs to the back to go get a flight attendant. Like so, so nice. Whoa. And so as that's happening, I'm trying to turn my back to the rows of people who can see me. Cause I'm like, it's happening. Now. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to barf for sure. So I'm like huddled in the corner facing <laughs> like a wall, a gray wall. In <laughs> and meanwhile, there's like, grandmas and grandpas <laughs> in their cardigans just like lined up to use the bathroom like no paying me no mind and this, this wonderful flight attendant comes up and she like she crouches down she's like rubbing me on the back she's like how you doing and i'm like not good no good and then like i start barfing <laughs> and like of course my thought is this is when i was like okay i'm not a horrible person i was like i'm an okay person because my thought was I don't want to barf and have it come out and land on any part of the plane because I don't want the people who are sitting in the bulkhead seats to, to, to have to smell, smell barf, it. yeah, or the cleaner for another thirteen hours. You're so selfless. You're like, so, <laughs> I would have already thrown up all over myself like, and everyone, <laughs> like a Disney princess or something. Totally, like, I wouldn't even have made it. I'm imagining like, the most graceful. You're doing so like hard. interpretive like, I'm dance. Gonna barf. I'm gonna barf. <laughs> Just cry. I'm like, what? this wonderful woman is like trying to find a barf bag and because it's a bulkhead seat there's no like seat in front they also just don't have barf bags anywhere anymore now i know this like it's not they're not conveniently located i always make sure that i know where mine is well i've never had this this is the first time i've picked on the plane and that wasn't judgment there by the way (laughs) i'm very sorry well i'm sorry to judge you if you have i haven't haven't barfed in a barf bag since i was a kid but i have barfed a lot on a plane i just know recently because i used to collect them because i thought they were great to write letters on um, so funny they were just like beautiful objects too with like all different languages on them and everything and this also barf barf vomit vomitino or whatever Barf, barfma. Barfma. <laughs> yeah. oh so gosh. she's looking for a barf bag. She's looking for a barf bag. There's no barf bag. She's just so. like, use my mouth. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> mwah, mwah. <laughs> I love you and your nice lob hairdo. Oh. She had a really good lob. So she gets like the magazine, the clear, heavy duty clear, uh, magazine pouch thing, Right? So it's like, <laughs> usually it's in the back of the pocket with the barf bag. So she's like trying to take the en route magazine out and the um, in-flight shopping thing out and the safety card out. And I'm like holding, so I've barfed at this point. I'm holding vomit in my mouth. Wow. <laughs> and she passes it to me and she's like holding it open for me because it's like a, re- like a, it's a sleeve. No, it's a sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> and I get all of it in. Wow. I got all in. <laughs> Alicia has popped her collar. <laughs> She's trying to hide herself from my story. With her beautiful fashion. I'm yeah. a simple, simple, simple lady. You're a simple, simple Dracula. 
<laughs> this is I like this is my favorite story I've ever heard. So you <laughs> barf into the clear bag? Yeah, so I, I'm well I'd already barfed. I emptied it into the clear you bag. Deposited. <laughs> Made a deposit. You wrote your own magazine. I did. And put it back into the sleeve. This is a September <sighs> issue. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Fashion is like really taking yeah, a left turn. Hard. It's just a bag of puke now. <laughs> That's what it is. It's what's hot yeah, for those fall. Sweater sleeves, <laughs> literally one sleeve shit. What's going on? Not People's bra straps. Don't like it. Don't, don't want to see any of it. Mm-mm. I don't even know about it. You're lucky. You're, yeah, I'm buying stuff from like 60 years ago yeah. and worried that <laughs> it's too expensive. To it. This so, is amazing. So then she she rubs my back and she's like, "Okay, how are we doing?" And I'm like, "I feel a bit better, but like I can tell I've had some food poisoning in my life." And I was like. I know I'm not done, but I feel I feel better. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "You're the tidiest barfer I've ever seen." <laughs> so <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I felt really good. I believe it though. Like you're, you're always tidy immaculately barfer. put together. <laughs> Hold me closer, tidy barfer. Barfing this thing. She's like, okay, "No, seriously, okay. hug me back, rub." <laughs> I wonder if there's like an international back. competitions to see the smallest <laughs> vessel you can barf into. Oh, like, like if neatly. you spew, spew into this. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> a really long thimble. You could probably do it. Yeah, I bet you could. Yeah, because like I've, I've always found myself to be an extremely discreet barfer. Really? Um, yeah, I could do it at work and no one would know. And I'd have to tell people like, I am so sick. I just puked. And they'd be like, what? No, you did it. And I was like, it all came up. Aww. But like, would you be barfing at your desk or <laughs> just like, in, they smell it? into the keyboard? No, I would go into the oh, bathroom. Okay. But the bathroom where I used to work was like right next to the desk. So I am not a quiet barfer. <laughs> and like <laughs> more like that just squealing <laughs> like that the one time i did have to do it though in i was on a train oh, no. but it, that was the one time i was not discreet because i was just like it's happening and it just went all down <laughs> i was extremely high on drugs was it just like a loose mouth though it wasn't like yeah, it was just like, yeah ah. i was just like bah. <laughs> And my friends were like, oh, no, it's happening. They were all trying to, like, catch it for me. Ah, gross. But it was because I ate. Have I never told this story? I think you might have. Because I ate, like, a weed cookie right before getting on a train mm-hmm. going to America, too. And so my friends who were also high were paranoid that my Where barf is- was going to be tested for drugs. Oh, my God. So they were trying to catch it all and throw away my barf. <laughs> but then I had to be on, the, like, the train for the next three hours what an awful job if that was someone's job. Barf <laughs> catcher? <laughs> Test barf and like poo? And For sure. It's called a nurse. Fair enough. That's um, true. Wow. Yeah. If anyone is still listening. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so your dream but is? My dream was, is that, okay, so then she rubbed my back and then she's like, okay, I'm going to get you some ginger ale, which like, <gasps> correct. So good. Yeah. And in the meantime, two other flight attendants had come by and been like, okay, what's the situation? Do we need to do the call, the like classic airplane call for a doctor, other medical mm-hmm. professional. And I was like, no, like, I think it's food poisoning. Yeah. I'm fine. I just need to sit here for another two hours, which is what I did <laughs> <laughs> on the floor. Cause I was like, I'm going to barf again. And I did. Yeah. Um, wow. And then this lady. And too weak to get up. Right. Well, yeah. And I was I just, just that let feeling. you stay there for two hours. Yeah. Which was so nice. That's Cause amazing. I like, there was no way I could sit back in my seat. Cause I didn't like, 
it just was too restrained. That and lady I didn't was want, sleeping. She's sleeping. Yeah. yeah. I didn't want to disturb her. And then I did like some laps on the plane. They let me like walk through areas where they don't really look like at people's walk purses through, and they gave me hot water. And so that one flight attendant was like checking on me the whole flight, which was like the sweetest. Um, and then I felt a lot better, went back to my seat, started watching a movie and was nodding off. And then I was like, it's happening again. <laughs> no. Like three hours later. Crazy. Yeah. And so then I, I had already located my barf bag and pulled it to the front of my seat pocket. So I was ready. So oh, I did yeah. the classic like barf in a bag. Sleeping lady beside me did not even know. Wow. Coworker and the aisle seat didn't know. Drunk as a skunk. But then I was like... <laughs> Making She's out a with this person. <laughs> the I had a really lady. nice time with her on the trip. Drunk as a and skunk like, at one time. For the first time, used the flight attendant button. To be like, here, I have a deposit. Oh, no, I was just like, I barfed. At this point, I was, I'm usually the barf 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 girl. when I'm when I'm sick. I'm like, it's fine. Like, I'm not going to cry. Like, yeah. it's not worth crying about. I'm going to be fine. Like, I knew I was going to be fine. Mm-hmm. But it was like, such a long flight. I was so tired. And I was like, I have a 10-day trip, like whirlwind trip where I'm like going to be all over the place in India. If this is what my trip is going to be like. So terrifying. It's going to be awful. Yeah. So I was almost in tears. And then she's like, oh, are you okay? What can I help you with? I'm like, I just barfed again. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like on the verge of crying. For sure. And I just started pushing through again. I just like pushed past the lady's thing. And she didn't really care. Like she wasn't really awake. My coworker got up and she was like, are you okay? And I have to say my coworkers were also delightful. They came and checked on me. Um, And then, yeah, I just sat in like the flight attendant seats at the very back of the plane for the rest of the flight. Whoa. Yeah. Which was really nice. Um, and um, anyway, she was a delight. I lost a few things on that flight just because, like, you know, you kind of unpack your dig on the flight and <laughs> dignity and my virginity. My silencing again, long gone. <laughs> well, that flight attendant was being so nice. She was. Being so nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, I lost a few things, and so I sent like a lost and found thing to Air Canada, and then I like made a special note about this flight attendant saying oh, hey nice. the lady with like the ash blonde lob probably mid 50s on this flight was like the best person ever so she's what if she turns out to be mid 40s oh. she was well <laughs> it could be with a flight attendant <laughs> that's it's a hard, a hard job. job and then like the cherry on top of the story is that we didn't get to our hotel till like 2 a.m and it t- <laughs> usually takes 45 minutes to an hour to check into a hotel in india just because it's like the hospitality is like off the hook and there's a lot of like, we'll take your bags and no, we will all take my, no, you, we will. Yeah. And like, Oh, you book this through Expedia and like, we have to go through a different oh. system. So I was like at my wits end after going through the whole visa, checking our visas and immigration, all that stuff. And I got up to my room and I had a JJ bean muffin that I brought with me from Vancouver <laughs> and it was in pieces. I was so hungry and tired. And I like got onto my hotel bed and it was such a nice hotel room. And I was just like on the covers and I was just eating this like crumble JJ Bean <laughs> muffin on my bed, crying. I was just like cry eating. Like, <laughs> did you have to share a room? No, so I good. <laughs> and I was just like <laughs> crumbs, like the brown sugar topping. Just like I want this bed. to be a movie. Like this is, you, and you could play yourself. Oh yeah, your method no. actor. I feel like well, first of all, the one thing like I feel you know, moderately intelligent, but I still think that flight is impossible. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> like it shouldn't happen. Well, and- it's sort of like the lie about the world being round. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that 
fake news. Planes and don't moon. exist. Bang. You go, moon you go into a, a pod underground. Yeah. And then there's an elevator that <laughs> takes you through. to the other. Then a hallucinogenic the the worm is mm. put into your anus. Anos. Anos. Yeah. <laughs> and they pull it out. Anyway, so Aaron, what's your favorite grape? I feel strongly about this. <laughs> My favorite grape is related to your favorite grape. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I will not tolerate this. <laughs> like you guys got drunk, but I just gave you kombucha. <laughs> That's all I need. Aaron and I spent a lot of time together. I know, but were you just doing like... <laughs> Motorboating. <laughs> oh, okay. We I do that a lot. I thought it was Richard Nixon. <laughs> it was a little bit. It was very blade. <laughs> I've got the jowls for it. <laughs> I've got the jowls. <laughs> um, okay. My favorite grape. Oh my wow. god. Are you eating something Are you now? Right now? <laughs> oh no. Quick, a magazine sleeve. <laughs> my favorite grape is the coronation grape. <gasps> so good. Developed in the 1970s at the Summerland Research Station. Whoa! So close to close to my heart. And coronation grapes and Concord grapes, I kind of just those are interchangeable yeah. terms for me. Yeah. They're, They're very similar. similar. Yeah, but and really, what them. we get out here is the coronation grape mostly. Yeah, and it's a delight, and it's got that like bloomy satin finish on mm-hmm. it, and it's delicious. And it's got the crunchy seeds. Yeah. I need to try this. I'm it's like so good. So... They're beautiful, and they're so, when you hold them, they're soft, like balls. <laughs> No, when, they're not. When you crush the wax, there's a weight to them. Yeah. <laughs> there's a weight to Oof. them. They have such a, and they have a thick skin, like mm, a testicle. Like, yeah. Just like my balls. But purple. Just like, like my balls. balls. <laughs> They've gone Deeper past blue to purple. You brought like me Bruce. some back this summer when you're visiting your family, <laughs> and they taste smoky from oh, the fires. Oh, wow. In the Okanagan. <laughs> oh, there. <laughs> Boip. There she is. Boip. 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 I also like um, to eat. I like to drink, but I also like to eat like wine grapes because my family is lucky enough to live adjacent to a vineyard and the wonderful neighbors give my parents grapes, like Gortstraminer grapes. Whoa. So I should give you some next summer. That's my favorite grape. Yeah. It's a good grape. Oh! That's like my least favorite really? wine. Oh. But it's a good grape. I, people always give me that wine. Give it to I'll me. always give it to you. Give it to me. That's, it's just, that's what Jessica yeah. wine is. Like you a, can spritz it. But the, your Jessica wine actually tastes nicer than really expensive bottles well, that's to me. I don't know what it is. My palate doesn't, it doesn't uh, no, appreciate it. No, I'm the same way. That's why I found an $11 bottle of wine that I love. <laughs> and so I'm just mostly made of that now. You're married to it. Yeah. So and Jay. It's a polygamous <laughs> relationship. Um, okay. Well, I've got some grape research to do now. Yeah. Uh, is it time for Pup of the Week? It is. Yeah. <laughs> Pup of the Week. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> 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 We're 
going to give Alicia a bit of a little rest Either. now. Aaron, who's your puppo? My puppo <laughs> of the week is my cat, Kaz. And I love him very much. And he's a gray tuxedo cat. Oh, the best guy! And he's really nice. He's very dainty paws. He's got really nice paws. He's kind of got a smaller body. Mm. Well, like a smaller frame. And like, his body's a bit round. Like biker's body? Total biker's body. <laughs> <laughs> and his winter fur is coming out in and it's really nice. And he Just likes, pubes. Yeah. Just full. Full bush. Yeah, same. Full bush. Same. Like his profile, underbelly profile really changes. <laughs> And he likes to use his paws, so Aww. he likes to do things like lift your hand up and put Aww. them put them on your cheek, his cheeks, so that you can give him scratches. Or when he's being a total asshole, he likes to put his paw onto your lower lip and then just gently pull it down. <laughs> that's at like thirty in the morning. That's like an erotic move. That's like, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> Except, yeah, it's gross. That's like a nine and a half weeks. <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> How do you know about that movie? I watched it on a date Whoa. in high school, and I was Whoa. like, "Whoa!" We were both. I think we were both like scared that like the other one thought it was sexy, and then yeah, we were, like, like that refrigerator we, scene. We both hate this, right? What? Which one is that one again? The Mickey Rourke and, and uh, beautiful blonde. Yeah, what's her name? Luffy. She was in uh, Luffy, Batman. Luffy Magoo. Her she name? was Vicky Vale. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to remember her name. to Alex Baldwin. No, divorced. she was. I don't know. Mm. Is it? But it's not the one where it's like, that's Sharon Stone. The legs cross. Yeah, no. We, we talked talk about, about that, that one last week. Oh, okay. podcast. I think I watched that one on a date. Oh. And I was like, no. No. Mm-mm. They're all the same movie though, right? Yeah. Okay. So weird when people wear all white. Yeah. Yuck. Except what do they for eat? their pubes. <laughs> Jessica was your pup of the week. I got a real quick one. It happened this morning. I was uh in the car with my boss. He was driving and it's such a rare treat to get to not to be driving. So you can just see <laughs> the things that are going on around you. And we were driving down Denman Street and all of a sudden there was this huge commotion in front of us and there was just like probably fifteen crows and seagulls all fighting over something. And I was really alarmed that we were going to hit some of them. And I was like, what is going on? And my boss slowed down. So he didn't hit any of them, but some of them were flying right in front of the car. And then one of them dropped the biggest hunk of cheese. I've ever seen. <laughs> there, it was Costco. like, it was like that, like Armstrong side or like cracker <laughs> like barrel. Yeah. Like just bright orange <laughs> cheddar. And it looked like it had been maybe like half a block of it. And they were all having a piece. So, Aww. Perfect. Yeah, communism. <laughs> Chromunism. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Anyway, uh, seagulls and crows finally uh, coming together under chromunism. I, <laughs> I love it. Uh, I hope they're not lactose intolerant. Who's your papo? Mm, my papo of the week is uh, Abby Shumka. Mm-hmm. It's her birthday on Friday. And she's a good friend and I like her a lot. So happy birthday, Abby. Happy birthday, Abby. Hey. <laughs> and Pascal's always a great guest. Um, my other puppo of the week is my dog, Hank. <laughs> Even though he feels like a lot right now, he's never going to learn anything. Um, so, Aaron, <laughs> you were working on a book. Illustrating your first book. Yes. Um, that's exciting. It's very exciting. Do you remember the name of it? It's called... <laughs> <laughs> You got it. <laughs> Boy, it's really hard to the stop. Novel. Uh, 
It's called, <laughs> it's about a cat, which is great. And it's called uh, Andale Puss, Where To Next? And it's about a cat that travels to different places around the world. Um, and so this book, she's just going to one place in particular and like learning about that country and figuring out where she is. So cool. Yeah. That's awesome. And people want to yeah. follow you on Instagram. Erin's a great follow on Instagram. She shares some of her illustrations. Sometimes she does like 30 days of illustrations in a row, which is really fun. Oh, yeah. She's funny. She takes pictures of good dogs. So if people want to find you on Instagram. What's your handle? I would love it if people found me on Instagram. My handle is Erin, E-R-I-N underscore Gibbs, G-I-B-B-S. And you're on Twitter? I'm on Twitter, but I don't tweet. No, I you just, just like, send me pictures of cats. Yeah, I send yeah. some friends cat pictures and I just like like tweets by Alicia and then other feminists. Do you have a website? I do. It's uh, AaronGibbs.com. Perfect. It's got my portfolio Perfect. on there. Look at the things I drew. Such a good drawer. You're a Thanks. great drawer. And Thanks. you got great style. Thanks. So true. You're really... You guys too. Great. Everyone's a good drawer and good style. I just followed you on Instagram. Um. Yay. Jessica, do you have anything you want to plug? <laughs> I made a music video that by the time this comes out will be out there. So the music video is for Energy Slime, my band. It's just a music video with me in it drinking a lot of wine. Uh, so if that's something that sounds good to you, uh, look it up. It's called It's Cold. It'll probably be on exclaim.ca or awesome. com. Uh, and then December 2nd, the big mint Christmas party show Fun. at the Astoria. Uh, come on down. Are there tickets you can get ahead of time? You can get tickets. You can get them at record stores in Vancouver. Uh, yeah, that's what I got going on. That's about it. Awesome. That's after that, nothing. I'll ask myself if I have anything going on. Sorry, I just looked at you and I was like, you'll know what this means. But that, that's <laughs> not an audio thing. Uh, tonight I'm hosting the Laugh Gallery on Commercial Drive. Because uh, today, when this comes out, will be Monday. Yeah. November 20th. On the 27th, I have a show somewhere at the Lido. Nice. I'll tweet about it. I'll tweet those details. And I think that's it for now. Um, if you have listened this far into the podcast and you haven't donated to our Patreon account, please do. Um, we love money. If you get through all of this and you don't mind the piss and diarrhea and barf talk, then you definitely owe us money. <laughs> yeah. Or you we owe, owe you money? I No. No. Hey, okay. No. Never mind. That's a bad business model. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, thanks so much for listening. If you have a great day today, it's because of us. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>